Okay, today we're going to be talking about criticism, how to take criticism, how to not get offended by criticism, how to not be as painfully affected by criticism. Because I basically asked my Discord this week, what are some things you struggle with? And one of the responses I get got was, oh my gosh, I struggle with criticism. How do I take criticism well without you know, getting emotional and feeling like I suck and feeling like there's no hope for me? Well, today I'm going to answer that how to deal with criticism in an effective manner, no matter who you are in any field that you care about. This is a great way to deal with criticism. Now, before I get into how to deal with criticism and get things right, let me just first say, I am a victim of roasting, okay? I know how it feels like to get roasted with criticism. I'm not talking about criticism that's sugar-coated. I'm talking about the keto diet criticism with no sugar whatsoever. This year, I submitted a song for a cipher submission of whoever the best cipher verse could get in for this Pokemon cipher. And I submitted my verse. I thought it was the best thing ever. And I got shattered, roasted. They roasted. They started laughing at, you know, me laughing at my submission. And it hurt. It hurt. Because I, I came into that thinking, oh my God, this is finally it. This is my chance to win this cipher. And my life will change. And I'll be able to meet all my idols. And my idols laughed at my response. However, instead of dissing them or, or getting on an angry Twitter rant, I took it well. And I have benefited from that experience, and it's been an extremely great experience. Here are three principles I think not only are great for handling criticism, but also things people don't talk about. I wish people said it in this way because people say all those generic things like everyone has an opinion. You can't be affected by people's opinions. Don't care what they think. We hear this generic advice over and over again. And we want something different. We want something fresh that will actually change our minds and actually help us get over our you know, fear and, and negative relationship with criticism. And here are the three things I suggest. A, you are not uniquely special enough to be unsavable or not need to improve at all. A lot of people, when they get criticism, there's this, there's this idea that pops in their head that, oh my gosh, maybe this is not meant for me, man. Look at how much I suck, man. This person just said I suck and I have so much I need to improve on. Maybe I'm not meant for this. That is an egotistical analysis of yourself. You are not that special to where you cannot get good at what you need to get. There's just things you need to do to practice to understand the rules of the game. You're not that special where you're unsavable. And what I mean is your ego is sometimes getting you in a self-pity mindset where you think things are not possible. Surprisingly enough, you think you're that special where maybe you're not good enough to do this. No, people who put the work in and understand the rules of the games that they're playing in and care about them will succeed in the rules. It is very, you know, it's not that based on who you are as long as you put the effort in and understand it. So if the idea in your mind pops in that you're maybe just hopeless and you can't succeed in this area, that's wrong. That's egotistical, actually. You're not that special where you're hopeless. Same way, if this idea in your mind that you need no criticism ever, you know, you, you need no criticism. You're, you've reached the state of, oh my gosh, I am the enlightened man. I need no advice from anyone. That's also egotistical. And that's obviously the most obvious form of egotistical analysis. Everyone needs criticism. And criticism is meant for everyone. And everyone must understand the rules of the games to which they are playing. It doesn't matter how special you think you are, whether you think you're really bad or really good. People who put the work in will reap the rewards. Now, this comes to the second idea. Everybody had to improve. You're not the only one. The people you look up to, they had to improve too. They had to look back and rethink and be like, maybe, maybe I didn't do that right. The people you think are perfect were not. 
And now we have the internet so we can see what people sounded like. We can see who they were before. We can see the improvements in real time. But even with that, it's hard to understand. Oh my gosh, look at this person. It looks so effortless to them. Look at me. You're comparing someone else's seven years in with your one year in. Everyone had to improve. The people it looks effortless for still had to improve. That pain, that pain of being like, oh my God, maybe I'm not that good. Everyone who did something significant in this world had to feel. That pain is so painful. It's an identity shift. It's not just a pain. It's, oh my gosh, maybe I'm not who I thought I was. Maybe I'm not the person I thought I was. Maybe I'm not the artist I thought I was. It's check in with some sort of reality where your identity and perception of yourself changes. That's one of the most painful things in the world. That's why people don't change their mind. That's why people don't explore new things because that switch is so painful to realize maybe, maybe I'm not who I thought I was and maybe I have some work to do. And that comes to the last point. If we understand that people hate changing their minds and changing their minds and getting into this pattern of maybe I need to improve has helped so much it comes to the point that not only everybody had to improve, but this is the bigger point. Everyone has to improve. And the reason I'm emphasizing this difference is because some people think they reach a level again where they're good enough and they don't ever have to take criticism again. That's when their ego gets cocky and they don't actually take the advice they need to. That is when your career dies. That moment right there where you stop, stop being open to other people's criticism. Now, we have to understand media to understand why criticism affects us in such a terrible way first. We are taught to look up to these perfect, confident figures. They're the ones that lead our nations. They're the ones that look so powerful. Oh my gosh, that person doesn't care what people think. He's so confident. He's the coolest person ever. No, no, that's not a healthy way. That's not actually where the real change happens. Yes, you need to believe in your ideas, but you need to be receptive to the community that you're trying to impact and change your mind. The greatest leaders, the greatest artists, they change their mind, okay? You might have a stride where you can focus in, but that idea of rethinking is painful, but that creates the best results. And even people who are big and have everything they want in the world can't give up that nature. They end up giving up the nature because they think they're too good, but once they give it up, their career dies, they stop actually get doing what got them there. What got them there is that pressure, that pressure of rethinking of, wait, maybe I don't have this. Let me keep improving. Let me keep that hunger to be better. But once you think you're the best and once you think you don't need to improve anymore, your career dies. So what I'm saying right here is I want to put a different spin on every single person you've ever idolized in whatever scene we're talking about. They are successful for the rethinking, not for being focused and, and ignorant to other perspectives. That doesn't actually create long-term success. So, you know, the funniest part about this is the reason we hate taking criticism is we believe that A, some people don't need to take criticism, and B, we eventually will reach a point where we don't need to take criticism. It's not even the criticism that's scary. It's the fact we think we're not supposed to take it if we're, if we're Drake or if we're at a certain point in our career. And the reason we need, we're, we're getting criticism is because we're us. And although that's partially true, like some people are earlier in the journey, so they're going to have more criticism than others. Everyone needs to have criticism at all times of 
their journey. I'm reading this book right now. It's called Think Again, and it talks about the importance of rethinking. My whole life, I beat myself up because I was not like the confident people I saw on TV or the inspirations who always knew what they were doing. I always doubted myself. But now I look back at my career, I look back at everything I've achieved, the things I've started, the rapid improvement rates I've had in everything that I've attempted in life. It's because I wasn't afraid to face the pressure of what, maybe I'm doing something wrong. I constantly embraced how trash I was. And I understood that and I faced it. Instead of running away from it, instead of using some excuse with my ego, I faced the fact that I needed to change and I continue to face that fact. And this book has helped me realize that that is what makes me successful. So it's not because you're not good. It's not because you suck. You might suck in specific parts, but that's not the reason you're getting criticism and you can't run away from criticism. You will always get it if you're on the right path. But that pain, that pain of, oh my gosh, people don't like me. That is going to get you farther than sitting in a comfort zone of, oh, I'm the best. That is what you need to embrace. And once you realize that is what creates the true, the, the art that really pushes things, the things that really push things, instead of looking at it as like something to be scared of, you look at it as a mandatory thing. I need to be pushing myself. I need to have this pressure. I need to be doubting myself at times. Doubting myself is okay. It will push to get the best self. Doubting myself will get the most creative solutions. Doubting myself will bring me farther than believing in myself all the time. And when you, when next time you get that pain of my trash, you are and you aren't. Both are true. You need to improve. And that's great because that will never change. It should never change. When it changes and you think you should need to stop changing, stop improving, that is when your soul truly dies. So for the person who is asking, oh my gosh, I feel crap because of criticism. My best answer to you is I still do. I still feel crap every time I get criticism. It feels terrible but it pushes me and it's a part of the role. You'll never be perfect. You don't need to be perfect to win, but here's some ideas of what you can do. You should be always receptive to it no matter how much you grow because even when you're a big artist, you still need that criticism and that criticism still exists and it'll just push you to be better. Congratulations to jumping onto the side of pain and embracing what is to improve yourself. That is that feeling you feel right there, that pain of am I trash? Embrace it because now you're on the right side of history. You're on the right side of what you're doing because with that self-doubt, you can actually push yourself. You're not different. You're not, you don't suck. You just realized that there's other things to improve on. And when you improve on them, there's always going to be something else to improve on. You're never finished, never finished. But this mindset of improving is going to take you farther than anything you ever do in this career. But you will not run away from this pain like you used to. You will embrace this pain and you will get through this pain and you will continue to embrace this pain. And once you realize this pain will always keep happening because you're improving in this field, it'll feel a little bit less painful. Instead of viewing it as a pain, you'll view it as a sign that you're doing something right and you're on the right track. That means you keep improving, you keep going. You have, you're, just, you're just leveling up constantly. It's the experience to level up like Pokemon. So the more experience you get, you're going to get to level 100, past it even, level 1,000. You're leveling up, okay? That awareness is you leveling up. Take the criticism and welcome me in joining the right side of history.